listening to a previously recorded episode of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Tune in Tuesday nights on Facebook for live episodes and replays on Thursday nights on WJMS. expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Well, good evening. We welcome you to End the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Good evening. And we are so excited to be with you guys. We are excited to pick up this focus factor, man. We have just been examining some things as it relates to relationship and blended family and marriage, especially during this COVID time. I mean, there's so many things that are going on. There's so many people that are losing focus. And I just thought it was just imperative that we spend a large amount of time talking about focus factor. And the reason why I wanted to do that, guys, is because it's important that we keep the course, that we maintain the course. One of the sayings that we we say in our ministry is start right, stay right, finish right, and finish right. Start right, stay right, and finish right. And so we realize there are a lot of people that started right, Mm -hmm. but there aren't a lot of people that staying right. There are some people that are staying right, but it's an alarming rate of people that are no longer staying right. And what I mean by staying right is holding their course, fighting a good fight of faith, fighting for their marriages, fighting for their relationships, fighting for their children. There aren't a lot of people doing those things. It's so, so important, guys, that we stay focused. If there's ever a time that we should be focused, now is the time. If there's ever a time that we should hold the course, now is the time. Now is not the time to give up. Now is not the time to throw in a towel. Now is not the time to walk away. But now is the time to hold course, to fight the good fight of faith, to believe beyond measure, to hold on to the promises of God and see the manifestation of the promises. Now is the time for that. Listen, believe, and your belief will create the fact. That's what William James said. William James said, believe, and your belief will create the fact. Because guess what? When you believe, you will now begin to call the unseen into the seen. What you believe will call the unseen into the scene. Man, what are you talking about? That car that you so desire, guess what? At one time, that car was in the unseen. That house that you so desire, guess what? At one time, that house was in the unseen. The reason why you see that car today and the reason why you see that house today is because somebody believed that what they were seeing in the unseen will be manifest in the scene. And if they had the ability, (laughs) listen, I'm excited starting off. Mm -hmm. If they had that ability to believe that what was in the unseen could be manifest in the scene, 
Why don't you believe the same thing? I had a conversation with my son in whom I'm well pleased. And he said this to me just today. He said, dad, guess what? If they can do it, I can do it. That was the most profound, powerful statement I've ever heard him say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Simply saying, guess what, Dad? If they can do it, I can do it. Man, that thing almost brought me to tears because I said, son, you got it. You got it. If you believe all things are what, sweetheart? Possible. possible to them which believe. All things are possible. All things are possible to them that believe. Guess what? This chair that we sitting in is a byproduct of belief. The house that we live in is a byproduct of belief. The shirts that we're wearing are byproducts of belief. All things are possible to them that believe. So I don't care what things look like. I don't care what it feels like. If you believe you're coming out, guess what's going to happen? You're coming out. If you believe that you're going to be on top, guess what? You're going to be on top. The man that believes he can and the man that believes he can't are both usually right. What did I just say? The man that believes he can and the man that believes he can't are both usually right. They both usually right. They are both usually right. So you got to understand if the man that believes he can is usually right, and the man that believes he can't is usually right. Which man are you? <laughs> which man are you going to choose to be? Which man are you going to choose to be? Because I'm, I'm going to choose to be the one that believes. I'm going to choose to believe that I can. Why? Because I'm usually right. If I believe I can't, guess what? I'm usually right. If I, if I believe I can, I'm usually right. So why not just choose? to believe that you can. The odds are for you, not against you. And so we want to encourage you guys, listen, you're going to have to stay focused. Not only is it important for you to stay focused, but there are generations that are coming behind you that are dependent upon you to be focused. They're dependent upon you to be focused. I was talking to one of my cousins on today And I was telling her, I said, listen, there's so many things about our grandmother that you guys don't even know. And I said, I just found this information out. But imagine how impactful we as a family could have been a long time ago had we known some of these things. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, you don't even know your grandmother wrote and composed music. And she said, what? I said, yes. The woman wrote and composed music. And unfortunately, because she wasn't literate in that area, a record company stole her music. And she said, that is so crazy because I wonder why one of my kids love music so much. I said, that was passed down. That was passed down. And some of you guys right now don't understand that there's some things that you're going to have to fulfill that's required of you to fulfill. But if you keep losing focus or if you lose focus, then guess what? Now another generation is going to have to do what you were supposed to be doing. Now another generation. But, but, come on, babe. What you, what you got to say about this? 
I mean, sometimes it's things that, you know, one generation is supposed to do. And for whatever reasons that it doesn't get done, it's going to go down to that next generation and someone else is going to run with what was supposed to have been done. Someone else going to do it. Now you're going to leave the responsibility of setting your family lineage up to the next generation because you're losing focus. Mm -hmm. You're walking away from your marriage. You're walking away from your relationships. You're throwing in a towel. You're giving up. You're quitting. You're saying you can't make it. You can't win. It's too hard. Guess what? It's harder walking away. What's harder? Staying in a fight or getting your tail whipped? But what's harder? Most of you don't even realize you really can't fight. They can. No, not can't. They can. Most people really don't even know they really can't fight. It's like one of my favorite movies is Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid, man, because Mr. Miyake told Danielson, Danielson said, listen, Mr. Miyake, I want to learn how to fight. I'm tired of getting my tail kicked. He said, okay, go wash them cars. <laughs> now he's trying to learn how to fight. And this dude going to tell him to go wash a car. And he said, okay, after you wash the cars, then I need you to wax them. And then when he started waxing the cars, he said, oh, oh, stop right there. That's not the way I want you to wax. I want you to wax on. And then when you take the wax off, I want you to go in this circle. So he was going counterclockwise when he was waxing on. And to take the wax off, he had to go clockwise. Mm -hmm. Then he said, okay, you did a good job on the cars. Now I want you to go paint that fence. <laughs> Guys, you're not hearing me. You're not following me, but I'm going to make it clear in a second. He said, so then I want you to go paint this fence. And so he had Danielson go out there and paint the fence. And so he told him, listen, because most of y'all, when y'all paint, y'all just going like this. And, and I'm a painter. My wife will tell you, I'm a painter by trade. One of the trades that I have is painting. And so when I paint, it's like a masterpiece. I mean, I'm in that thing. You're not going to see any lines. You're not going to see a bunch of crisscrosses. I mean, you're going to see it's going to be laid nice and smooth. And so when he told him to paint, he said, listen, take the brush and go up and then come down and go up and then come down. And so Danielson got so frustrated. He said, listen, man, you're not going to keep pimping me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not going to keep taking advantage of me to take care of all your household responsibilities. Listen, I came here to learn how to fight and I'm not going to do another thing until you show me how to fight. And so he said, OK. He threw a punch at him and he said, wax on. Threw another punch and say, wax off. Threw another punch and say, paint up. Paint. I mean, he was just giving them directives according to what he had them doing around the house. And before he knew it, he realized he knew how to fight. What does all of that got to do with focus factor? <laughs> what I'm telling you guys is there's some things that you've been doing that have conditioned you to whip the enemy's tail you just haven't exercised what you've been going through. You haven't exercised your faith as it relates to what you're believing to obtain what it is you're supposed to get. Some of you right now, all you got to do is when the enemy throw a punch, wax on him. When he throw another punch, wax on What do you mean? Give God some praise. Thank you, Jesus. I'm more than a conqueror. Great is he that is in me. I can do all things through Christ. Listen, you got to begin to exercise you got to begin to use these movements 
to fight the good fight of faith so that you can obtain just what you know you should be getting. He said it like this. He said, listen, my word don't return back void. Did you hear what I just said? God said his word does not return back void, but it accomplished that which he pleases and it prospered into the things where to he sent it. This is what I love about that, sweetheart. If his word does not return back void, now watch this, watch this. And he created me in his image and in his likeness. That means my word can't return back void. Why? Because he made me just like him. One of the greatest things, and we got some parents looking at us, so they're going to know what I'm talking about. And if you're a parent, you're going to relate to this. One of the greatest joys about parenthood is when somebody see your child and say, man, you look just like your daddy. <laughs> man, you look just like your mama. I, I knew them was your parents. Why? Because of what they saw. They saw a reflection of who your parents were or who your parents are. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? God is requiring us to show that same reflection. He's requiring us to show a reflection of victory. Show a reflection of we win. Yes. Show a reflection that we don't walk away. We don't throw in a towel. We don't give up. That's the reflection that he wants you to show. Mm -hmm. He wants you to show a reflection that guess what? What you say comes to pass. And it happens just like you say it. Why? Because just like his word does not return back void, guess what? Your word don't return back void. It accomplishes that what you please and it prospers to the things where to you sent it. God has commissioned you to stand fast. He said, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word of the Lord, knowing what? That your labor is not in vain. What you're doing is not in vain. Listen, you're coming out of COVID better than you went in. <laughs> God, now hear me. You are going to come out of this thing better than you went in. You're going to come out of this thing with spoils. You're going to come out of this thing with such a victory, man. It's not only going to blow their mind, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> come on, babe. What you, what you got to say about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm, I mean, I'm really with you on that. When you speak it, you have just what you say. You put it out there, it's coming back. How do you know? You say, it's going to happen. We've done little things, you know, little tests to just try <laughs> and see that it worked. Like, you know, even like with some of the things, you know, that I do, I'm like, okay, I have to make me $5 a day, you know, just as an example. And you do something and boom, that $5 come in. It's like whatever you say you can do, you can do. But watch this. this. This is what I want people to get. Your $5 faith is the same faith it takes to make $5 million. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm telling you. Your $5 faith is the same faith it takes to make $50,000. Your $5 faith is the same faith it takes to make a half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Your $5 faith is the same faith it takes... To make $5 million. Even if you don't use, you know, money. That's one example. Just like sometimes when we go in the park and it's like when we get to this spot, this first spot is going to be open. 
or even this car that's in that first spot is gonna move because we're gonna get that first spot. And she tell you, I'm I'm a stick, <laughs> I'm a stickler on that. And when we get there, it's spot either just came empty or a car getting ready to pull out. It's it's the little things, you know, you start we, somewhere. We've been exercising this thing so much for so long, even a day had to go to the post office, <laughs> pulled onto the lot, and as soon as I pulled into the lot, guess what? Somebody pulled out the front spot <laughs> as soon as I pulled up there. And she just started laughing. She said, there it goes. I said, they must have knew you was coming. <laughs> exactly. Watch this. You're right, Dr. Bell. Yeah, Let it be according to your faith. faith. But see, but you got to understand this. You have the same resurrection power on the inside of you. You just don't know that. Now you know because we're telling you. When he said, let it be according to your faith, he letting you know, listen, you got all the faith that's needed. You don't have little faith. You have faith. Scripture says this, now faith. That's what scripture says. Hebrews 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By it, guess what? What? By what? Faith. The elders obtain a righteous report. It's time for you to get a righteous report, man. Ain't you tired of those bills? Ain't you tired of those cutoff notices? Ain't you tired of those eviction notices? Aren't you tired? I can say, ain't. Aren't, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you tired of being denied? Listen, now faith. Now faith is not little faith. Now faith is not big faith. Now faith is faith. Now faith is faith. Man put those sizes in faith. God never put sizes in faith. He said now faith. Then he said this, I want to show you how awesome now faith is, because if you got faith as the grain of a mustard seed, and most people misconstrue that because he's not talking about little faith, he's talking about the faith that cannot be cross-contaminated. That's when he says the faith of a mustard seed, because you can't cross-contaminate mustard seed. And so there's nothing that you can put beside mustard, feed, mustard seed that can cross-contaminate it. And that's what he's telling you about your faith. If you understand this type of faith, nothing that you're going up against, nothing that you're facing, nothing that you're looking at will be able to cross-contaminate that faith. Why? Because I believe the report of the Lord. I believe his report. His report says my marriage is on top. When this one right here didn't want to deal with me, when this one right here didn't want to be bothered, listen, I believe that she... <laughs> <sighs> I believe that one day she was going to not want to leave me alone. Well, guess what? That day is here. <laughs> uh, that day yeah. is here. It's so hilarious because sometimes I got to kiss myself because I, I, you asked for that. That's what you said. You said that this was going to happen. Now, guess what? It's here. Bruh. And now you trying to Bruh. run away. <laughs> don't laugh, like, don't laugh at me, Doc. Don't laugh at me. Now but no, we like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> go on, go downstairs somewhere. <laughs> Get your life. <laughs> <laughs> go, go find a hobby. Go do something else. Like, no, hmm? what? Because God will bring all things to remembrance, and it's so funny. Because guess what? I prayed for this time. I prayed for this time because there was one time that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And let me be clear on that. That wasn't bad. But I wasn't giving her the affection that she deserved. I wasn't giving her the attention that this, that she deserved. And guess what? When I realized that, I just turned it up. And I did it so much that, man, it just became attractive to her. 
Now it's like, oh my God, girl, can I go to the bathroom and pee? <laughs> Uh, and I go to the bathroom in peace. But you know what, though? I, but that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And so what's going on, hey, Pastor Jody? Pastor Jody. And so listen, it's important, man. You got to keep focused. You got to hang in there. You got to. There's a generation depending on you. I told my wife years ago, I said, let me tell you something, babe. Our family is going to call us as it relates to marriage. I told her this when, when she didn't want to be bothered. I said, babe, I said, guess what? They're going to lean on us. They're going to depend on us. And you know what? One of my cousins just called me today. <laughs> One just called me today. And so, but I told her that. I said, our family going to call us. One just called us today. Say, hey, listen, cuz, listen, I'm about to make a big move and I, I need y'all. Did she say that? Yeah. She, said, she said, I need y'all. Why? Because the examples that we held on to. We kept focused. Do you better believe it? We stepped it up because we realized that there's always somebody gleaning and watching. Your belief will create the fact. I don't care what it looks like. If you believe, guess what's going to happen? That belief going to create the fact because it got to come to pass. And you just pass it right there. It got to happen just like you said it's going to happen. If you're not happy with the way your life is going, Question your beliefs. If you're not happy with the relationship, if you're not happy with how things are going on with the children, if you're not happy with how things are going on with the finances, all we asking you to do tonight is check your beliefs. What do you believe? Because guess what? The best example is the one where nobody's looking. That's the best example. Because guess what? Somebody's always looking. <laughs> that's why that's the best example. Because when you think nobody's looking, somebody's looking. When you think nobody's paying attention, somebody's paying attention. Because whatever is done in the darkness will come to light. Whatever is done in the darkness will come to light. So it don't matter if you think a person is looking or not. It's going to be revealed. It's going to be revealed. If we would have been playing games years ago, this would have been revealed. You would have been seeing those games. You would have been seeing the manifestation of them games. But because we held course, because we stayed focused, even when it was hard at times to stay focused, guess what? Now we're reaping the benefits of that focus. We're reaping the benefits. You see this girl, she leaning there right now. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's, it's real. This thing is real. If you're not happy with the way life is going, question your beliefs. That's all you got to do. If you don't like how things are going, man, just look at what you've been believing. Look at what you believe in. Dr. Didi said this. Dr. Didi Freeman, awesome woman, God. That, that's my spiritual mom. I love her. She said early on in their marriage, she acted like Apostle Mike was acting like he was supposed to act. But watch this. It changed the way she acted. See, many times we want to change the way our spouse act. We want to change the way our children act, but we don't change the way we act. That's a part of focus. Focus saying, you know what? I can go to the gym and I can get on the treadmill 
But if I don't change my eating habits, guess what? I'm still going to be fat. <laughs> I'm, st I'm still going to have rolls. I'm still, I'm, I'm still gonna be my my jeans still gonna be too tight. My the buttons on my shirt still gonna be ready to pop. Why? Because there were some things I did not change. She wanted something, but she didn't give the responsibility to change to him. She took the responsibility to change for herself, and she began to act like he was acting the way he was supposed to act, and it changed the way she acted. Why? Because we personally set the atmosphere of our life. You better believe it, Doc. We That's what we do. We set the atmosphere. The only person that can change me is me. I love it. I love this participation. Because you're the only person that can change you. Your response is what? Your response is your responsibility. It's up to you, man. Your response is your responsibility. And when you take responsibility for your responses, Guess what? It'll change the flow of everything. Yeah. It'll change the flow of everything. When you take responsibility for how you handle your finances, guess what? It'll change even your finances. When you take responsibility for how you handle your family, guess what? It'll change your family. I remember, man, listen, I remember when my wife and my daughters would pull the pom-poms out when I was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> give me a T, give me an H, give me an A, an N, a K, a G, a O, a D. Thank God, thank God, he's gone. <laughs> I remember those days. And you know what? I had to take responsibility for my actions. I had to take responsibility for my behavior. And I remember, man, this was about 2007. 2007, I sat down with my wife and I had to apologize for being a terrible husband. What do you mean? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love her as Christ loved the church. I didn't do what he commanded me to do. He said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. And I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And guess what? I had to sit her down and apologize for not doing that. Because when I do that, everything else, man, begins to fall in place. Then I didn't have to just stop with her. I had to go to each of my daughters and say, I apologize for not being the father I was supposed to be. And man, we had snot sessions. We had some serious snot sessions, man. Hit me what I'm telling y'all. We had serious snot sessions. Why? Because I asked for forgiveness. They asked for forgiveness. We forgave one another. And guess what? Healing took place. Now I can call them whenever I want to. They can call me whenever they want to. And we always open to hear from each other. Nobody's avoiding nobody. Nobody's trying to stay away from nobody. And then I had to go to my son. And I had to say, dude, I blew it as a father. Forgive me. I held on to my pride about how I thought things should have worked out. It, that was me. I messed up. Forgive me. I was immature. I was, I was young and dumb, <laughs> like they say. I was young and dumb. And I had to ask for that thing. And man, let me tell you something. 
you talking about a father-son relationship. My, this dude almost had me in tears just talking to him today. And it's like, I had to go and make this thing happen. I had my response became my responsibility. I took my responsibility and I acted like they were acting like they were supposed to act. It changed the way I acted. And then it ultimately changed the way we all acted. Yeah. That's what it ultimately did. If, what's that, sweetie? I was reading, uh, Dr. Bell says, honestly, sometimes. Speak louder. All, some, honestly, sometimes what we see as flaws in spouse are actually the insecurities we feel in ourselves. Oh, man, you better cool wow. believe that. Yeah. You better cool believe that. You better cool believe that. Boy, that, that, that was big boy stuff right there. Because sometimes those flaws really are just a reflection of insecurities for yourself. They really are. They are. They are. They are. If we, we talk about this, they are a reflection of the insecurities you feel in yourself, because you haven't dealt with some things from the past. Mm-hmm. You haven't dealt with past relationships or how that person made you feel. So if somebody isn't going above and beyond what you think they should be doing, now you feel insecure again. Mm-hmm. If somebody isn't saying things or doing things or or or, or buying things. Now you feel insecure. Why? Because you're looking at them, but you're not looking at yourself. You're not looking at yourself. Listen to this. No man has the right to dictate what other missions perceive, create, or produce. Nobody has that right. That's why you got to stay focused. Nobody has that right. Man, listen, if you want to dream, dream big. Yep. If you're going to dream, the best way to dream is to dream big. That's the best way to dream. If you're going to dream, dream big. I remember having talks with my brother in North Carolina, and we talking about opening up facilities. That's dreaming big. We talking about impacting generations. That's dreaming big. If you're going to dream, dream big. Don't just stop with yourself. Don't just stop with your family. Man, listen, there's a whole community. There's a whole city. There's a whole state. There's a whole nation. There's a whole world depending upon you. Romans Romans says it like this. The whole earth is moaning, groaning, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. The whole earth is waiting for your big idea, man. The whole earth is waiting for you to stay focused. Why? Because you have the answer. There's something deep down inside of you that was designed for the world to feed upon. There was something. There's something on the inside of you, man, that the world is waiting to be manifest. They're waiting for it. And, and the things we're seeing right now, man, oh, you got, hear me, body of Christ. Hear me, believer, because I'm talking to you now. What we're experiencing right now in the earth is because the earth is waiting on you. With the earth, the turmoil, the heartache, the disappointment that the earth is, is going through right now is because it's waiting on you. You are the sons of God. You are the ones that the earth is waiting for to manifest his glory. That business idea, that school, that institution, that training center, whatever it is that's inside of you, that's what the earth is waiting for. That's why people don't know which way to go. That's why they don't know what to believe because you haven't opened up your mouth. You haven't said, I got it. You haven't said, I'll take the lead. I'll be responsible for this. 
We decided years ago, guess what? As it came, as, as far as it came to blended families, we was going to be the forerunners. We was going to be the ones up in front. And guess what? We've been holding fast on to it ever since. Why? Because there were some things that we should have gotten that we didn't get. And we we made a pact with ourselves that, you know what? We're going to give back what people didn't give to us. We're going to give it back, man. We love you too, sir. We're going to give it back. No, nobody got that right to dictate to you what you should perceive, create, or produce. But all should be encouraged to reveal themselves. We want to encourage you, man, to reveal yourself. It's time to show, it's time to show just who you really are. It's time to show. Come on, clock kid. <laughs> Come on, clock kid. It's time to get in that phone booth, man. It's time. No, really, because people people looking for you to say today. People looking for you, man, to restore them. People are looking for you, man, to save them. What do you mean? They're looking for you to show them the way, the truth, and the light. They're looking for you to encourage them. They're looking for you to build them up. It's time to take the suit off, man, and walk around with the cape on. It's time. You're worried about what people think. You're worried about people, how they look. And guess what? People are going to think what they want to think anyway. If you're doing good, they got something to say. If you're doing bad, they got something to say. So why don't you just do good? <laughs> That's my thoughts about it. Why not just do good? Why not shine? Why not be the one? Why, 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 not, why won't you be the wealthiest one in your family? Why won't you be the answer for your family? Why are you waiting for somebody else to rise up when God commanded you to take that spot? He commanded you to take that position. How you guys hear me talk right now? I've been like, my, listen, pick up the phone. Ask my family. This nothing new. <laughs> I've been like this. Been like, the boy been like that. He's always been vocal. You're not going to shut my mouth. You're not going to make me be quiet. What I believe, I believe. And I'm going to stand on what I believe. And you're not going to make me change that belief. And so, listen, nobody got that right, man. Their perceptions and emotions to build confidence and create and build confidence in a creative spirit. Listen, nobody has that right to tell you how your perception should be, how your emotions should be, and to build that confidence in your creative spirit. Because guess what? There's some things in you, man, that's just waiting to come out. They waiting to come out. You're so creative, man. I, I so hate the fact, man, when growing up, we used to hear parents and teachers tell kids, stop daydreaming. Stop daydreaming. Why are you daydreaming? Come on, come on back. Oh, be quiet. Oh, be stop quiet. Talking. Stop talking. And they silence greatness. Mm -hmm. Some of you right now, you, you can't mm -hmm. function because somebody told you stop daydreaming. And you still dreaming. But you won't let nobody know the dream because as a child, they told you stop daydreaming. Let me tell you something. The greatest nation to live in. Oh, man. Listen, I'm about to get y'all my cash app on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest nation to live in is imagination. You can imagine yourself being anywhere at any time. Having anything, everything, whatever you want, 
The greatest you nation. Place yourself wherever in wherever. your imagination. The greatest nation to live in is in imagination. Yeah. Image in nation. Image in state. Image in place. That's what imagination means. Image or view or vision in place. Imagination is only a vision in place. That's what imagination is. That's why he says my people perish for lack of knowledge. But then he says without the vision, the people perish. Yeah. Hmm. My people perish for lack of knowledge. But then he says, without the vision, the people purge. So if I look at the two, it would be safe to say that knowledge is vision because it allows you to see some things you may not have never seen before. Oh, man. If you take the time to image in nation, mm. image in place, if you take the time to sit down, man, a couple minutes a day and just get to yourself and just visualize. Mm. Visualize you starting that business. Visualize your body being healed. Visualize your marriage coming back together. Visualize your children being saved and delivered. Visualize you living on top. Visualize everything is intact and in order, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing wanting. Visualize you living in that dream house. If you if you just take a take some minutes out of the day. And, and preferably be the first thing during the day because that'll set your course. But if you just take that time, what have you experienced by visualizing, baby? Oh my gosh. It's just, it's, that's just to put me in a whole nother place, like mentally, like thinking outside of the way that I used to think. You know, thinking outside. Y'all hear that? Thinking, thinking outside of the, of the way, way she used to think. I used to think. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's been at a point where sometimes you don't think that you should have certain things or you wow. don't think that you can obtain certain things. But, you know, over the course of the last few months, it's just been so different because I understand imagination, putting myself in a place where I want, where I see myself, where I see myself going, where I see myself at. You know, so basically it's just the manifestation of it to take place. It's it's already there. It's already there. It's already there. <laughs> it's already there. It's listen, it's already there. It's already there. Let me say that again. It is already there. And then the enemy come in to try to, you know, play tricks on your mind, like, nah, that this, ain't gonna happen. This is what I tell her. We're not gonna focus in on what the enemy yeah. does. Because that's his job. When are we going to do our job? The Bible already tells us that the thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his job. That's his assignment. What is your job? Your job is to be the head and not the tail. Above only and never beneath. The lender and not the bar. You have a responsibility. You have a job to fulfill. Now fulfill it. Do your job, man. You do your job, guess what? Great is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So if you do your job, he don't got a chance. He already don't have a chance when you understand that. Mm -hmm. It's like growing up in the hood. It's some folks you didn't fight because you already knew you could whip their tail. Mm -hmm. It's some folks you didn't even want to fight. Why? Because you knew 
you can whip their tail. Envision. I hear you, Kirk. Envision is vision to what God wants you to have. Envision. That's all it is. In. Why? Because he placed it on the inside of you. Envision. Envision. That vision that you have is envision. All he wants you to do now is to bring it out. See, you waiting on God to do something God waiting on you to do. <laughs> what I just say, babe? What I just say? What I just say? You waiting on God to do it and God waiting on you to do it. Come on, man. You waiting on God to do something that he's waiting on you to do. He waiting on you to start that business. He waiting on you to fix that relationship. He waiting on you to, be, to mend that marriage. He's waiting on you to build those children up. He's waiting on you to start that, that the invention. He's waiting on you to, to, to bring that after pass. He's waiting on you to do something you're waiting on him to do. And guess what? He ain't do because everything he's going to do is already done. It's already done. That's why Jesus said greater works. Come on, man. You're going to get me hyped up in here. Greater works. What is greater works? Greater works is greater works. We tripping off of what Jesus did when he said greater works should we do? Greater works. Father, we allow the world to make us come up with the vision. Man, greater works. That's, that's, that's why it's, it's important. That's why it's to get focused. That's why it's important to stay focused. It's important to stay focused because you won't allow this system to dictate to you what you should be doing. Come on, James. You won't allow this system to dictate to you what you should be doing or how you should be living. Been there, done that, got an application, got a degree mm -hmm. in it. Guess what? Turn the degree back in because I ain't even want to use it no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's something when you get a degree and you take it back to the school and say, y'all can have this one. I took that degree back because that degree was not producing what God said I should be producing out of my life. Some of y'all right now got a degree in lack. Got a degree in what? Got a degree in disappointment. Got a degree in frustration. Man, get that degree back. You shouldn't even pay all that money to get that degree. Why? When you already victorious, you already the head, you already on top, you already win. You already win. <laughs> already win. Remember we had the t-shirts? Hashtag we win. We win. It Every area of our life, we win. We win. This is a byproduct of we win. We were saying we win before we heard we win. What do you mean? There's some things right now, man, you just going to have to say before you see it. Yeah. Oh, oh, some things you're going to have to say before you see it. Because God created us in his image and his likeness. And, and Genesis 1 said, and God said, let there be. So if I'm created in his image and his likeness, I can start saying, now let there be. Did y'all hear what I just said? It's time for you to start saying some let's. Let there be. <laughs> let there be abundance. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let there be love. Let there be increase. Let there be promotion. It's time for you guys to start saying, let there be. Stop looking for others to be the blessing, man, when you are the blessing. You're waiting on somebody else to bless you when you're supposed to be the blessing. Or looking at others' blessings 
and then the, the blessings in your own life. Yes. I told I told my wife this, man, boy, Kurt, boy, you will make me slap you. <laughs> I said, listen, I ain't rooting for another person harder than root for myself. Gone in them days. You sitting up there with pom-poms. You sitting up there with, 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 uh, with what's those things you blow? You, you know what I'm talking about. At the parties, streamers. You sitting up there with all those different things. You cheering all these people. <laughs> you cheering all these people on, but you won't even cheer yourself on. You won't even tell yourself you the man, you the woman. You won't even look yourself in the mirror and say you all that and a bag of chips with some dip and some hot sauce or whatever you like on it. You won't even look at your own self and say those things. I told her, I said, listen, I'm not, I'm not doing that. No more. Uh-uh. If I'm a root for this person, I'm root for me harder. If I'm a cheer this person on, I'm a chip for me harder. Nobody will ever get more energy from me than I get it myself. That's right. Because watch this. He said, don't esteem yourself more highly than you ought to. He didn't say don't esteem yourself highly. He just said more highly. Man, we, we got to get this word right, guys. Get the word right. He did not tell you don't esteem yourself highly. He just said don't esteem yourself more highly than you ought to. You got to be your number one fan. Listen, before others, there was me. <laughs> you got to be the one to say, I could do this. I, 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 I got this. I win. Man, listen, I told you guys, they, didn't, they was glad when I left and mad when I came. <laughs> <laughs> they was glad when I left and mad when I came. Man, that thing turned around. Listen, I had to realize some things, man. I had to put some things in action. My response became my responsibility. As is our confidence, so is our capacity. What do you mean? As you build that confidence up, man, your capacity to do greater will increase. You got to look at the, that's why he said, don't despise small beginnings. Remember, she talked about the $5 thing. That's not a despise. You don't despise the $5 because the $5 faith is the same as the $5 million faith. But if you can't rejoice over the $5, you definitely ain't going to rejoice over the $5 million because you're still going to think it's not enough. You're still going to be unhappy. You're still going to be unthankful. You're still going to be ungrateful. You're still not going to give God praise. Why? Because you couldn't even thank him over five. You put five down like it wasn't nothing. Man, listen. Increase begins increase begins increase. And so as our confidence, so is our capacity. As you build this thing up, man, I start putting some little things in place as related to our, our relationship and our marriage and our family. And my confidence begin to grow. I say, oh, oh, she like that. Oh, man, let me try this. Ooh, she like that too. Let me try this. Oh, they like that. Ooh, man, well, let me try that. And the more things I did, the greater my confidence became, the greater my capacity to give and love. Why? Because I put some things in action. I put some things in action. Don't be narrow, nasty, and negative, man. Don't be narrow, nasty, and negative. Just like with his love, he drew us. Guess what? 
with your love, you're going to draw others. It was love that drew my family back. It was love. It was my love, man, that drew my family back. Matter of fact, not my love. It was the agape love of God. It was love, man. I had to look beyond feelings. I had to look beyond emotions. I had to look beyond what I thought was right or what I thought was wrong. And I just had to love. Why? Because love covers. We got to get this love thing right, man. Love covers. See, we looking for forgiveness when all we got to do is just love. We looking for forgiveness when all we got to do is just love. Because some people ain't going to never ask you to forgive them. Some people never are going to never ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness isn't for them, it's for you. So if they don't ask for forgiveness, then guess what you got to do? You just got to love them. Why? Because love covers. Love covers that hurt. Love covers that pain. I just told my wife this the other night. I said, I realized, man, I wasn't walking in love like I was supposed to. Because I allowed something in my past to hold me from doing something in my present. I allowed a situation in my past that transpired to keep me from doing things in my present that would take me to the next level and dimension in life. And I know this. And I was still allowing this stuff to stop me, man. Still allowing this stuff to block me. Because I wouldn't love. You say you love. But how many people are honest enough to say, I mean, I want to love it. How many people are honest enough? It's time, man, to pull the covers off this thing, man. Because we got work to do, guys. We got work to do. I told you the whole earth is moaning and groaning, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. They're waiting for you. They're waiting on this marriage, man. Yes. Listen. Jesus was a part of a blended family. Did y'all hear what I just said? <laughs> this is why we're so excited about in the blended, because Jesus was a part of the blended family. As he was, so am I. As he is, so am I. <laughs> As he is, so am I. Joseph was not his daddy. He is a part of a blended family. Okay, Bible studies are on Wednesday night. <laughs> we'll give you guys the link. You can tune in there. You can get those answers. You can get those answers. Listen, consider the possibility of what good is beyond your present comfort zones and that the only requirement to travel this path is the ability to act. The only requirement, man, to travel this path is just the ability to act. What do you mean? The ability to move. The ability to just, just step out. The ability to take one foot, place one foot in front of the other. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Say that again. One bite at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Not that I'm eating one, but that's the only way you're going to be able to eat one. It's one bite at a time. You trying to get this big thing done all of a sudden, man, well, all you got to do is just take one step at a time. Because as you begin to move, this is what I did, guys. I began to put some action behind my belief. Mm -hmm. And as I begin to put some feet behind my belief, which is the action, mm -hmm. I put some feet behind my belief. Mm -hmm. And things started unveiling themselves and revealing themselves to me.
This is what you need to do now. This is what you need to do now. This is what you need to do now. And before you know it, we went from this to this. Before you knew it, we went from this to this. But I had to put some feet to my faith. I had to put some action to my words. Faith without works is dead, being alone. I had to begin to do some things, man, because guess what? He promised me I can have it. He promised me I can have the good life. I can have the good marriage. I can have the good relationship. Man, I love my relationship with my kids. I love it. Everybody can't say that. I can. (laughs) They love that relationship with me because, first of all, they know I love them. People love when they know you love them. And I don't want anything from them but their best. And not just their best, the best. Because sometimes your best is based upon your understanding. But that doesn't mean it's the best. All I want is the best from them. And when I get the best from them, I get the best for them. How often do we find ourselves taking the unknown? Got a couple minutes, man. How often do we find ourselves taking the unknown? How often? This man, focus focus factor is the unknown. Because there's some things you have to do that you really don't know how to do. But you can. There's some things going forward that you're going to have to do and you don't know how to do it. But I want to encourage you, you can. You can. I wanted to lose weight. Didn't quite know how to do it, but I knew I could. Mm-hmm. All I did was put some measures in, in, in place, man, to get the results I was looking for. All I did was put some measures in place. And, I'm st- and my wife will tell you guys, I, st- I stepped that thing up. If I'm going to do something, man, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm doing it. Why? Because I can. The man that believes he can and the man that believes he can't are what we are. Both usually right. They both usually right. And so, listen, we want to encourage you guys, man, to stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Listen to this. When you begin to map out your journey to success, there will be many areas you may not want to enter because you are familiar with them. However, once you do enter, you are exposed to the greatest reward life has to offer. Let me read that again. When you begin to map out your journey mm-hmm. <laughs> to success, mm-hmm. there will be many areas. Hear me, guys. There will be many areas mm-hmm. you may not want to enter in because you're unfamiliar with them. However, mm-hmm. however, once you enter, mm-hmm. man, you are exposed to the greatest reward life has to offer. Do you know what that reward is? Awareness. Yes. You'll be aware, man, of who you really are, who God created you to be. 
man, you start speaking some things and start calling some things. And I'm going to tell you guys something. The people that's designed to assist you will begin to run to you. That's why I don't sign up for this self-made millionaire. Jeff Bezos is not a self-made millionaire. You know why? Because you're spending all your money on Amazon. So it's no way possible. <laughs> He's self-made. It's no way possible. See, this is the dumb stuff we allow people to tell us, man, and we don't benefit from the truth. And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. In every area of our life, the truth will make you free in every area of your life. And I'm out of time, but I'm not out of message. Sweetheart, how can they reach us? Uh, you can reach <laughs> us um, via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com or our website, we are a blended family. Wait a minute. What's our website? She caught up in it. <laughs> and the blenderministries.com. I'm giving the uh, email. So our email is we are blended family at gmail.com. And our website is in the blenderministries.com. I'll tell you guys. Listen. Also, don't forget to tune in on Thursday nights yes. from 8 to 9 on WJMS Radio. Yes. Um, we're also on our YouTube channel in the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. You can also catch us on Stitcher, all the social media sites. We're we're there. Yes, and, so. and we're we're constantly uh developing those and we're building those things up. So there's some great things coming down the pike. We thank you guys, we love you guys, and until next week or into Have, two weeks. Into, yeah, into two weeks. Bye bye. Have a good one. Good night. Thank you for listening to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Don't forget to tune in Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook for live episodes and replays on Thursday nights on WJMS. And know that we are here because the Blender family can get a little messy. Thanks for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.